0: everyone, and welcome again to another monthly podcast of The Learning Curve, a webcomics podcast. I'm Joe, I'm your host, and I just wanted to welcome you back in. For those who've been listening on, I just thank you for being a part of this, and just putting it up with me as I'm moving along through this podcast that I'm doing. Um, actually, it's about focusing on webcomics in general, and focusing on not just what webcomics are out there, or ones that I like, we're focusing more on what we can do to be better webcomic creators, including myself. Um, we all learn as we go, so the more comments you have, the more ideas you may have. The more ideas that I learn about, I usually pass them on through the podcast. Or if you're interested, you can drop links about your webcomic that you may like, um, one that you're doing or one that you looked at, and I definitely will bring it up during the podcast here. Um, you can do that through my email which is Pisces concepts at hotmail.com or through Twitter on Pisces concepts and also through t- my Facebook account which is' it's his own page of Pisces concepts and I've also I've jumped on the Instagram account now it's brand new I just started it I think a week or two ago and normally what I've been doing so far it's just going on there and putting on my sketches that i made, stuff that I've had on my computer for a while, and things that I've made in the past that I thought really would just be something to share on that uh, Instagram account. And I've also heard that you can put your comics on there. I heard people that use a, a, a type of form where you can put your web comics on there. I don't know if I'm going to do that just yet, but. It is something that I'm looking at, but right now I'm just looking at it to put up a lot of my art that I've done over the past and something that I'm doing right now. So, just put up a few things there that you can check out and let me know what you think. Um, Either you like it or what can use work. All comments are, are welcome. So, go ahead and, and fire them off. And I do enjoy the, the emails that I've been getting lately and comments that I've been getting about the podcast, so it really kind of encourages me to keep going with this and just going ahead to keep focusing more on what I can do to be better with it. So that's what the learning curve is about. It's just about growing as a webcomic designer and just trying to pass on what I know and learning more about it. So like I said, all, oops, excuse me, um, sorry about that, but all comments are welcome. So with that being said, um, I wanted to just go on about some updates that's been happening with my webcomic. Um, for those of you that are new, uh, for those who don't remember, um, my webcomic is called The Shield of Justice. It's about a, a, it's more sci-fi involved in it. Sci-fi and action. And the short part of it, the short story about it is just a police officer who is looking to make changes, especially on a bad decision that he made in his past and now he has a way to change that but how much has the mistake changed him as far as him being a person and if he can move forward from it. So it dives, it dives into that and what he's doing to try to make up for it and try to redeem himself from what happened. So if you want to know the whole story, you can go on PiscesConcepts.com and check it out. You also can go on um, the Duck webcomics. I've actually restarted. The Shield of Justice story from where I started at the beginning to where it is now. So it's just started, I think, two months ago. I started putting that together. And also, I'm on Smack Jeeves as well. I'm doing the same thing. So usually, I update from the backstory and moving forward to where I'm caught up with now. So I'm doing that on a monthly basis. I'll probably go ahead and change that and make it a bi-weekly thing with those because I have those completed already I'll probably just go ahead and start making it a two week thing and bi-weekly thing now because I have enough story to do that while I'm working on part two of the third volume of the Shield of Justice where it currently is right now so it's on its third volume and that's going to be on a monthly basis because I do need time in between to get everything together get the stories down And updating that as we speak, I have finished two pages of it, of the next story. So now I'm moving on to the third part. There's just been a few things going on in between that I haven't been able to get on it like I want to, but I am moving along. I am chugging along with this, and I'm getting it together. So, hopefully by November, maybe December, I will start putting out this continuing word is from where it starts, where it ends from part 2 right now coming up that's why it's monthly right now but it is moving along forward I do have the script completed and I have been putting together the pages so this it's up and running right now so it should be there by November moving right along to the next part and I actually wanted to like I said a new post is up um, for the the new shield of justice coming up and like I said this is a a, a page that I've done on this that I really enjoy doing It was just something that I'm dealing with, working with gradients, and I just started getting into that, working with the program, the uh, GIMP program that I use, and I'm working on using gradients to try to set more of a tone in the uh, background work that I've been doing, so starting to work on that a bit more, so you'll see that a few more, you'll see that more often. In the upcoming pages that I put together, so you'll see that a little bit more. So I really am happy with what I did. I'm not satisfied. I'm glad that I did it, and I'm glad I'm learning it. But like I said, it just takes a little more work than what I thought. So they all it'll all be there. So you can leave your comments however you want. um, What needs to be worked on? All comments are accepted. So really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about the storyline so far as you're reading it. What I'm going to do now, though, is something a little bit different because normally I would go with webcomics talk and about like webcomics that I've looked at and webcomics that I like. because I have looked at a few um, over the past month that I really kind of caught my attention. like on Smack Jeeves and uh, Tapas and Tapas is something new to me, but I've looked on it. It's some really, really fantastic work that's put out on there. So, I've just been like catching a lot of them, just reading through them. Like, okay, I want to check this out or look this one up. So, it's been a lot that I've caught on with, and, and I've just kind of favored it on there because I'm on, like I said, the uh, the, the Duck Network webcomics site and also on Smack Jeeves. And I've just been looking up new stuff as I go. So, it's really got some really good talent out there uh, on the internet. But this is this. Podcast is going to be a little bit different because normally I don't do this, but I wanted to get into a movie review. I do movie reviews on Pisces Concepts, my Pisces Concepts blog that I do. I do a lot of that on the Capes and Cows blog that I do, but this one I couldn't really resist anymore. I've waited long enough, and I didn't even do this with the Black Panther movie, which I truly enjoyed. I love that movie, but I didn't get to do... The review that I wanted to on it but everybody's been talking about it I've held it off for as long as I could but it's been close to what's going on what a week it's been about a week yeah I know but well a little over a week now excuse me it came out on the 27th yeah so it's a bit over a week now it's been 11-12 days and Infinity War has just taken over everywhere Hollywood, overseas, everywhere, and I went to go see it myself when it came out, um, the twenty seventh. Normally, I like to go early just so I can get in there and make sure I, you know, make sure I can just sit in and relax and you know just get in there. I Usually, I went earlier that morning to go, and I have to admit, I was shocked by how many people was actually standing out there waiting on tickets for the place, and it was pretty early. I tried to go as soon as it opened, and I got there, and we still had to wait in line for a minute. So you already kind of knew. I mean, the buzz was already there anyway. I mean, it's been hyped up. If you looked on YouTube and looked on a few other places, you already realized. You knew from everybody's reaction that this was basically the, the movie of the year so far, even just by the hype. And a lot of movies don't live up to it. That's put out there, you know, the blockbuster of the summer or the blockbuster of the year. All that, you know, that goes on with it the hype that goes around it. But I've got to admit, it definitely lived up to the hype machine that it put out for itself. It was outstanding. And I got to say it right now, there's going to be spoilers in this. So it is going to be spoilers in this podcast so i'm just putting it out there if you haven't seen it i'm sorry (laughs) but if you have you'll know exactly what i'm talking about but um and like i said it's not a lot there's not a lot of movies that put out as so much hype as it is in trailers which honestly i think sometimes it kind of kills the the vibe of a movie in terms of what it's about and people you know people are smart enough now they can put it together and then with social media It's going to be somebody or a few people on social media that's like, oh, I figured out what it was about. Maybe it's this. All type of theories go flying around. And some of them are true and some of them may not be. I think it's kind of the fun part, I guess, for people to figure out, like, what's the movie about or what's going on. And it was so much out there that you could put together. But even down to the trailers, they (laughs) did... The, the Russo Brothers, I had to give them a clap. It was a standing ovation when the movie was over in the theater I was in. And there was a lot of people in there. It wasn't just like a few. It was packed in there that day. And it was a standing ovation at the end of the movie, which you don't really see that often. I mean, at least me. But the last one I think I've seen a standing ovation for, I can't even remember. It might have been The Dark Knight which is one I stood up and applauded for just for how it was, which is one of my favorite movies, period. But comic book movies is one of my top five all-time. So that was kind of amazing to see that. How many people enjoyed the movie? They just enjoyed it. And the Russo brothers, which I knew when I heard they were behind the Infinity War, I was like, yeah, they, they put it together pretty well because to me, they put together Captain America, the Winter Soldier, was, the to me, the best Marvel, the MCU's best movie. Even with Black Panther, which I would put at 1B compared to that, because I loved Black Panther so much. It was a really good movie. It really was. It was really enjoyable. Edge of your seat, thrills and everything. But, um, I liked Captain America, The Winter Soldier, just for what it had in it that I really liked. I, I liked, it, it was a Kind of like a spy thriller with the superhero type theme to it, so it just kind of rolled with that, and it was really good. It was something I didn't expect, but with this, <coughs> excuse me, the Russos put together, even the trailers were misleading, which I thought was funny. I thought it was really cool that they did that. I didn't expect it because you're looking at the trailers, like, oh, here we go, you know, this must be the part in the trailer. Oh, wait a minute, no, it's not. I don't see any part of the trailer endings. So they did a really good job of putting that together. It threw threw me off. I don't know about everybody else, but the trailers that they put out, most of them kind of threw me off from what was actually in the movie. Because I was sitting there like, that wasn't in the trailer. This wasn't in the trailer. So I give them credit for that. That that was really good how they did that. And it was so much in this movie to like. It was so much that it was it just blew my mind how much was in it and how it was put together um what i really liked about it was like how everything was paced there was a few things were lagged a little bit but it wasn't anything that kind of made you like oh here we go like oh yeah here comes this part i mean you didn't even i didn't realize how much time has passed and that's when you know you're watching a good movie when you're so involved in it that you don't care what's going on around you where you're just in that suspension of disbelief where you're just you're just tuned in the whole time i never knew what to expect you knew somebody some people were going to die <coughs> mm, excuse me sorry about that but you knew that there were some people that was going to die you knew it but you didn't know who you didn't know when it was going to happen and it was just like wow I mean I sat there the whole time with my eyes was wide open and my mouth was my jaw was on the was on the floor for most of it I mean it pasted with with, with the right amount of comedy the funny moments serious moments really sad moments on top of that too so <clears throat> it was a lot behind it where you're just like wow I did not expect that to happen. I really didn't expect that. And going forward with that, like I said, I really enjoyed what happened in it. Um, from how the team split up together, I mean, because it's like when you had, they split up either because they chose to do it or by circumstance. Like with, um, you know, you can see the, the mentoring part with, <coughs> with Tony and, and Tony and Spider-Man swings in to help out. Um, when it was going on in the park. You know, when it was in New York and the Black Order came down. And even from beginning to end. From the beginning, that's all it was. It was a, it was a non-stop roller coaster from beginning to end. From the beginning with Thanos showing up. Showing his character and the Black Order, showing them around, um, looking for looking for the gems from the beginning all the way to the end. It, it was just a roller coaster. It was an experience. It was definitely an experience. Um, I gotta go with like with the characters that were involved in it. I mean, everybody had their own time. Some was more limited than others. Like I would have liked to see more of. Um, the Black Panther <coughs> in it, although he had a pretty good amount in there. He did, it was a pretty good amount for him and what they had to put together. And that's really nitpicking it. But honestly, i say they really did a good job of that. And some parts that really, <coughs> excuse me, some parts that really kind of stood out to me is like, it was just so many, like, it said with Thanos when he showed up, it was from the beginning, where he went in there and, and destroyed all the Asgardians in their ship except Thor and Loki and Hymdal. The Hymdal was dying, but them two were going at it. I mean, with um Thor um was held by Thanos, and you're like, all right, Thanos had the power gem already in the goblin. <clears throat> and he went through, it, and they just him and the Black Order to slaughter all the Asgardians except for. Like I said, the ones that were there, and it really was crazy to watch. You know, Loki had stole the Tesseract, which we kind of knew. If you watched Thor Ragnarok, you knew he had it. You kind of knew he had it at when it was almost at the end. He had the Tesseract, and Thor thought it was destroyed in you know, Asgard, but, but Loki had it. Thanos probably knew he had it, so Loki had it. He was and he had Thor in his hand, he had Thor with his hand in his head, and he said like he was gonna you know he was gonna kill Thor if he didn't give him the Tesseract. and Loki tried to play it off like he didn't care and Thanos knew he did. Loki ended up giving it to him, and then he tried to sneak up on him and fake his pledge allegiance to to him to Thanos just so he could get close to him to kill him with a knife of all things. And then Thanos ended up killing Loki. I mean, literally, he broke his neck in his hand. He just lifted him up and broke his neck. And um then Hendel sent Thor. I mean, he sent the Hulk who was there. Um, he was there and he went hand to hand with Thanos. I mean, Thor Hulk was just going off on him, and then all of a sudden, one of the Black Order members, Ebony Maw was like, they were about to jump in, and Ebony Maw was like, No. Let him have, let Thanos have his fun, and I was like, "Oh, what is he talking about?" And sure enough, Thanos just went to work, and he and he beat him down pretty bad. He beat him down to the point that Thor, that keep saying Thor, that Hulk, after he was whipped, I mean, he whipped him pretty bad. He knocked him unconscious, and Hemdel sent Thor back to Earth with his last breath. He sent him back to Earth right before he was killed, and uh, then the, I guess the ship was blown up. And Thor ended up surviving that. Some he ended up surviving that, and then he runs into the Guardians, who he hits their ship while floating in space, and then they pick him up. But it was just so much involved in that. It was just so much, but that was just the beginning, and it was just unreal, unreal how that all played out. Um, some of the characters that like the best part of the movie. God, it was so many parts of that that was good. From that part to where. Um, Tony meets up with, um, with Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange found him in the park and he brought him back to his inner sanctum and he was there and he met Wong and he ran back into, he ran back into Thor. I mean, not into Thor, but into Bruce, when he hit the ground, he hit their inner sanctum and crash landed. So they went to get, so Bruce told him about Thanos. Doctor Strange about Thanos, and they went to find Tony. He got Tony. He transported him back to this place, to the Inner Sanctum, and they talked about it. But watching Tony and everybody interact in there, when uh, the Black Order came down to Earth, and uh, Iron Man and them ran into him, and Iron Man's suit was even his who his whole new nanotech suit was was sharp. And then you find out Bruce couldn't turn back into the Hulk because the Hulk was scared. Which kind of was really, I was like, wow, I didn't expect that. Because Hulk is always ready for a fight, and he couldn't even do it. Hulk wouldn't let him. Hulk wouldn't come out anymore. So it was crazy watching that. So I think Tony's new suit was nice. The battle that he had with him and Doctor Strange was fighting those, and Wong was fighting Ebony Maw was good. Ebony Maw and the Black Order. But, um, what really, I guess the best part. Was watching everybody interact together to get these stones away from Thanos. I mean, my best part really was also how Thanos just did what he did. And he had a good, he felt there was a good reason to do it. I mean, because he was looking to to wipe out half the universe because it was overpopulated. And it needed to be balanced again. And it goes back to his story. They even throw some of his backstory into it. And Thanos was a heck of a character. He was absolutely the. He was probably one everybody was waiting to see. Like, what is he finally going to do? And boy, when he came on screen, the moment he hit the screen, you knew he was in. He was he was meaning business. So it was really good to see him out of that chair he was in, going down to earth and, and just laying, just wrecking everybody. But it was a reason behind it. It wasn't just doing it because he was out of his mind. Well he kind of was but not the way you would think. I mean he wanted to do that because he just wanted to to rebalance the plan- the, the universe and there was too many people in it. And it goes back to his past on Titan when he was a, he was on this uh, the planet Titan and they were overpopulated and they didn't have enough resources and he came up with the idea like just get rid of half the population at random. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, Whatever, just get rid of half of them, and then we can exist. And, of course, they're like, no, we're not doing that. Get out of here. And sure enough, the planet ended up destroying itself. It ran out of resources, and everybody ended up dying out except him. So he was like, I'm not going to let that happen anymore. He's like, I need to make sure this universe is how it should be, which led him to go look for these stones. And uh, it, it was just a lot of good moments in there. It was a lot, a lot of great moments in this movie. Um, there was a lot of best parts where, like I said, when they split up into teams, my consequence where, you know, with Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and Tony Stark and you know, Iron Man, they met the Guardians of the Galaxy. And they all met together. And that was just pure comedy with Star-Lord and Tony. Um, and even with Tony and Doctor Strange, it was comedy, but they were all together. They all went to Titan where the ship went. They ended up stolen away on the ship and they went to Titan to meet up with Thanos because that was a plan. They was going to go back there because Ebony Maw had the gym, but then they had to, they fought him and got it back. And they went up to Titan and they were sitting there and they all were trying to come up with a plan to beat Thanos. It was a lot involved just seeing that team up together with star lord and drax mantis nebula well mantis and they teamed up with iron man and spider-man and um doctor strange it was great to see my favorite part though one of them was when doctor strange went against thanos because i did not expect doctor strange was going to hang with him like he did and he actually Gave him a run for his money. And this is when Thanos had four of the stones already. Thanos showed up on Titan looking for the time stone. Which Doctor Strange had. And they almost ended it. That team up there almost ended it because of Star-Lord's plan. They almost ended that. But with Doctor Strange. And he was a master of the mystic arts. And they actually showed it. Why he was. I was like oh my god. He is putting it to him. I mean they were going back and forth and I think it kind of shocked Thanos at first with how much power he had and I was totally shocked. I was surprised and I was so happy that they did that with him. I was like finally you get to see Doctor Strange almost kind of cut loose on him. So it was good to see that. I really liked that part. Totally was shocked. Um, let me see, what was another it was another good part. Oh, the part that everybody clapped for. Everybody was clapping with that part with Doctor Strange, but the part that everybody really stood up for is when Thor remade his hammer. He had his hand, he had his weapon reforged. It was an axe. And that Wakandan battle was so big that they were it looked like they were starting to lose. Because that was a huge fight. Between uh, Proxima Midnight and the other person in the Black Order. And they had all these little underlings that was, you know, just cannon fodder. It was like, here, you can kill all of them. We don't care. And they were sending them off to fight all of them. And all of a sudden, Thor gets his hammer back. He gets a new axe, excuse me, that was made at the Forge. And it was able, This it was so powerful that he can make a Bifrost teleportation anywhere he wanted to. And sure enough... As soon as that happened and the battle looked like it was getting out of hand, Thor drops down there with Rocket and Groot come down to the battle. And all you see is the Bifrost open up on the ground and you see his hammer, his axe Stormbreaker flying around. The whole battlefield hitting everybody it could, all the enemies it could, and all of a sudden everybody just jumped out of their seat when Thor caught it and you see them all standing there on a battlefield. Because Avengers theme comes on and everybody's looking around, Black Panther, Captain America, and even Bruce um, in the Hulkbuster armor was like, oh you're all screwed now. And then Thor just went to work. He only said three words which made the scene that much better when they showed up. He didn't say anything else. and He comes down with that mean face and he grabbed his axe And he only said three words. And he yelled him. He said, bring me Thanos. And then he jumps in the air. All that lightning pops off of him. And then he hits the ground with Stormbreaker. And it just took the entire army out. The entire army was wiped out with one shot. I was like, now that's the Thor I was waiting on. I loved him in the other movies. But when he got that, when he found out that all that power that he had was already inside of him. And Thor Ragnarok he just needed the hammer was just the anchor his weapon was the anchor I thought that was in I was like now that's the Thor I was looking for so that was probably one of the better parts for me And like I said some of the standout characters Thanos he was one Thanos definitely stood out because of what they how they showed him as kinda like the the tragic character almost like Mr. Freeze in Batman the animated series When you see Mr. Freeze, like, yeah, I can see why he would do what he did. I don't condone what he did because it was still murder. It still was genocide, what Thanos was doing. Same thing with Mr. Freeze. He was going around doing all this and stealing all this stuff. But I understand why he would want to do it, but it wasn't something that he should have done. But I understood why Thanos did what he did. He just shouldn't have done it. But I see why, though and he did it out of concern. He didn't do it because he was, he did it out of concern for the galaxy, the universe, but he just had a messed up way of doing it. So a Thanos was a character that really stood out to me. That one, um, Doctor Strange, of course. Um, let me see. What was, a f- it was a few others that really stood out. <clears throat> I think, um, Tony Stark stood out a lot to me because of what he put on the line for this. For everything together. Of course, he was the one that got the Avengers together. First, and seeing as far as how he came from what he was in 2008. Seeing how it culminated in this. And of course, it's not over. They got the next one coming out next year. But the next um, Avengers movie coming out next year. So, seeing where he came from to... I mean, just the, the arrogant and just, you know, the arrogant, rich playboy selling all those weapons off to what he is now. To so seeing him there being in a mentor role for Spider-Man, I thought it was really good to see that. You know, I was like, well, he came a long way from where he was. So it was cool to see that. Um, I don't even know if there was any really worse parts to this movie. It might have been something that I really didn't like, but I just, I, I had a hard time trying to figure out what it was. I can't really remember any parts that I didn't really like. I just, it doesn't come to me. I was sitting there thinking about it last night, getting ready for the podcast. And I was like, maybe it'll come to me in the morning, but I, I just don't. Um, one part, oh, there was one part that puzzled me was after. Thanos did what he did. And it actually it mirrored exactly off of the Infinity Gauntlet in parts of what happened. And of course, they had to tweak it for the movie. But if you read the Infinity Gauntlet, it kind of went with that. Where, well, not kind of, where Thanos accomplished what he was going to do. Like I say this is a major spoiler. He actually wiped out half the universe at random. He was able to snap his fingers with the Infinity Gauntlet when he got all the stones together. Nobody on Earth could stop him. The Avengers were trying Scarlet. Well, he was getting the he was getting the um he was coming after the Mind Stone what Vision had, and he couldn't. He was going through everybody. He had five of the stones already, so when he got the sixth one, um, he snapped his fingers after Thor attacked him, and he hit him in the chest with his axe. And everybody was like, "He's dead!" Is all Thanos is dying? But um, it didn't happen that way. Because Thanos was hurt. He was injured. He actually was injured. And Thor came up to him and was like, you know, you um, you. know, you were gonna, I told you he was going to pay for Asgard. And he told him, like, you should have went for the hand instead. Because he hit him in the chest. And then he snapped his fingers. And then it went to a part where Thanos didn't have the glove. I don't think he had the glove anymore. He was there with Gamora when she was a child. And then it was a whole thing about, like, did you do it? Gamora was like, did you do it when she was a kid? And he was like, yes. And then she asked him, like, was the price worth it? And Thanos just kind of looked. And he was like, it took him a while. I think he took a while to answer, and paraphrase paraphrasing. And he was just like, yes. And then you started seeing everybody who was fading away out of existence. And the people that left out, I mean, that hurt. That one hurt me. And there's not a lot of movies that hurt me like that. I'm like, last one was Lowy. It was the one that really got me into, really got to me. But that one, I was like, are you kidding me with how many people just faded out? It was, you know, it was the Scarlet Witch. Vision was dead because he ripped the Mind Stone out of his head. So Vision was already destroyed. And who was it? The Scarlet Witch had passed on. Drax. Star-Lord, um, Mantis, Spider-Man died. That was the one that got everybody I think kind of teared up. Because it was the way that he he was like, I don't feel so good. He was like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And they were up there on Titan. And all of a sudden he like called him, and he and it was just Spider-Man was begging like, I don't want to go. I don't want to die. Please, I don't want to go. And that got everybody I think kind of misty. I was like, Holy crap, everybody was like, oh my God, Spider-Man's done? Then the Black Panther died. He faded out of existence. Um, The Falcon faded out of existence. Um, Doctor Strange, it was a whole bunch of people that just died out, just, just faded out. And it was like, holy crap, and that's not even everybody who died. But it was crazy. It was just so amazing watching that. And then, if you noticed at the end of the movie, besides... War Machine, and Nebula. The ones who survived were the original Avengers. Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, Iron Man, Bruce. Those five, except Hawkeye, he wasn't there. But those were the ones that were there. So basically, Hawkeye existed, I think. We all don't know who faded out. We just know who it was that was left. And from what I saw, I was like, okay, so it's those Avengers that are left. And they're going to have to team up with somebody in the next one. Now, I just left a whole bunch of questions that it, it was on a major cliffhanger. And then you had it where Thanos at the end, Thanos was at his spot. Because they asked him earlier in the movie something. Gamora asked him, what after, What are you going to do after this? After this happens, then what? Then he was like, I think he said, like, I'll be at peace at that point once I'm done. And afterwards, he was it looked like, he was sitting in like this cave or something. And he's just sitting there and he kind of had a little smile on his face. It was a real faint smile on his face. So he wasn't malevolently evil. You can tell, he, especially in that scene with him and Gamora, you can tell like it really hurt him what he had to do. So it was crazy. It was so much there. So much there. Um... It it was just a lot there. It was so much involved in that movie. I really don't have a lot of time to go over everything. But those are just the main parts that I really enjoyed about it. It was absolutely an experience that um, I really probably need to go back and see it a second time. Um, And it's just so much happened that you really kind of had to wrap your head around it afterwards. It was people that were out in the movie theater. They left, and they were sitting in We all were sitting in our cars. We saw each other. Everybody was sitting in their car like, did that really happen? I was sitting there like, what just happened? And did I see what I just saw there? And how are they going to get out of this? And everybody just sat in their car literally for about five or ten minutes after. Just just wrapping it all in like, I can't believe that just happened. A lot of people were coming out like, man, that really hurt my feelings. They were like, that really hurt watching that. But, like I said, the Russo's made an outstanding movie on that one. I can't complain. They did an absolutely fantastic job of going against what their normal form is in these movies. Where they figure out a way, there's no, um, you know, there's no lot long-standing consequences for what happens. This one, they went right off the rails with it. Like, yep, this is what we've been waiting on. This is how we put it together. Let's go ahead and cut their hearts out. Basically, is what it was, and they definitely didn't disappoint. So. I give them a bunch of credit. I had if I had to give it a thing, it had to be a ten out of ten. It's just so many it's little things you can nitpick about, but nothing that's gonna make it drop any less for me. But like I said, this is totally something I really don't do on a podcast, but it was just that big of a movie, that big of an experience for me. As a comic book fan, you know, as a you know, as a anime fan and whatever, as a webcomics fan, everything that goes with it, that, it was just that stellar of a performance so I give everybody involved in that a lot of praise for that but with that being said actually I'm over what I usually I go by but I just had to get that out so I just wanted to end it on that note um, next time I'm on it'll be more into the web comments part of it but I really just had to put that out there for that for that review of the Infinity War because it was that good so if you had any comments, let me know what you thought about it. If it was anything that I missed or something that you don't agree with, you can hit me, like I said, at my Facebook page for Pisces Concepts. You can send me an email at Concepts at Hotmail.com or on Twitter under Pisces Concepts or on Instagram under Pisces Concepts 44. Um, so just want to end it on that note. Um, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. that I just spoiled some of it for you. And that wasn't even all of it. It was a lot more involved. That was just little pieces of it. So just want to thank you all for listening, and God bless.